0: You are now listening to a Fit Plus Love production. We've always been kind of like fairly unapologetic about providing opportunities for fast people. I think we're 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 definitely like as we do more and more events, I think we're we're always thinking about like how do we make these events more inclusive and we want larger numbers of people and we don't want people to be intimidated, but I think in in many ways kind of the 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 genesis of the business or the genesis of the like races we were putting on was to to really be like competitive event. And I think like those I think that the competitive, the competitive runner has, I think, I think we're always still trying to figure out, like, even if we do do a a mass participation, you know, 500,000, thousand person race, it's like, well, how do we make sure that we're still in care of the, the like small niche community who, you know, and those are, those are people you know, those are pro runners sometimes, but it's also the 17, 18, 19 minute 5K person. It's generally people who are coming to a race, not necessarily like they are super, super fast, but they're they're usually coming because they want to compete.
1: That was Cooper Knowlton. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative Hello, welcome and welcome back to the Marnie on the move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. Anyone running Boston this weekend? Hit me up on Marnie on the move Insta. We will be there spectating from Wellesley. I will post the exact mile marker on social. So if you are running, We'll have giant signs and two dogs that you can pet. I'm also doing some serious course recon because Boston is on my vision board for 2025. Okay, speaking of running, today on the podcast, I sync up with Cooper Knowlton, the co-founder of Trials of Miles, the very cool running and race company that produces amateur, elite and professional level events from track meets to trail running. During our conversation, Cooper shares where the race company began, early challenges and opportunities, and how the company has grown. We talk about his personal passion for running and where his running fits into the mix of all of these races and events. We also talk about his side hustle, his law firm, which started out as his main hustle. But Trials of Miles is on the rise. Trials of Miles launched during the pandemic In spring 2020 in New York City, it started as a race series amongst friends and co-founders Dave Alfano and Cooper Knowlton. Initially, it was virtual challenges for competition-seeking runners. For example, who could set the fastest known time, or FKT, as we say in running, for traversing the East River's four iconic bridges in one swoop, which by the way, I totally want to try now. Once everyone started coming back to in-person events, They took things to the next level and staged two in-person track meets for local sub-elites titled Night of the 5K and the Big City Invitational. In 2021 came three qualifiers. It was an Olympic year and lots of athletes were trying to get qualifying times at events. The three qualifiers were the Texas, Kansas City and New York City qualifier, which attracted world class talent. Over the last two years, they have organized four professional track meets, starting with the three-city qualifier that I just mentioned, Track Night in New York City in 2022. With each of these events, their goal has been to try to create a different kind of track meet experience, one where entertainment and fan experience is at the center of everything they do. On Friday, May 19th, 2023, they are hosting another night of track and field entertainment under the lights in New York City. If you are here in New York doing the Brooklyn Half Marathon or any events or you're just generally around, we went to this event in 2022 and it was awesome. This year's event will contain many of the same elements as last year's event, including a free live stream on the Sidious Mag YouTube channel, a few outside of the box exhibition races, and fields featuring some of the best professional and high school athletes in the country. The event has bronze-level status as part of the World Athletics Continental Tour. This year, they are also adding in some new elements, including the $8,000 800s, two high-stake 800s that will cap off the night. If you want to get in on the action, they're still bringing on a few sponsors. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on Apple. Now, on to my conversation with Cooper. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I've been following Trials of Miles since you, probably a year after you started, maybe, because it was on my radar. I kept seeing you guys on Instagram. I love all of your cool design and the overall vibe at Trials of Miles. So dial my listeners in, like, where did it start? When did it start? Tell me about it.
0: Sure. Yeah. So the, the idea for trials and miles, trials and miles, you know, there's basically in, in 2020 pre-pandemic had an idea with a friend or two, we were sort of talking about kind of just like a, a random race idea called trials and miles, which was like an elimination mile type concept. Um, in hindsight, I don't think it was a very good idea, but we were we were sort of throwing around some ideas just for this one specific race concept, this one specific race idea. And and the name we came up with was like Trials and Miles. Um I think in November uh of maybe 2019, I did like a little pilot with 20, 30 friends, just went to Prospect Park and sort of did it. And it was and it was fun, but it was called like Trials and Miles, and there was no real ambition beyond that. Um, I'm an attorney, I was working for a law firm and um, it was really just like I, you know, I love running. I thought there was like a fun opportunity to like put on some put on a, an event. Uh, and then, you know, was was planning to do something in the spring of kind of had this idea of like doing something in the spring of 2020. And then obviously we all know what happened in the spring of 2020, kind of the world shut down. Um, and really like I just started from there. Like, I, I think I think me and my now partner Dave, um, Dave Alfano, who's the other, the other kind of half of Charles Miles. Uh, we, we were talking in the early pandemic about just kind of like virtual racing and how we were kind of like uninspired by the, the, the way that most virtual racing went at that point in time. Right. I think most people had the idea of like, oh, you know, my race is canceled. So I'm just going to say like, do a 5k and, um, record your time and upload it. And that's a virtual race. And I think we were kind of like uninspired by that. and, And we started just like brainstorming some ideas. And we did like a, we did like a FKT challenge. We like created a course, like the four bridges in New York and came up with a cool, like graphic for it. And, and that, and honestly, we probably had like 150, 200 followers on Instagram at this point. Right. It was just like, let's just like throw out some, some ideas. Um, And, you know, had, had a handful of people who did that. And then we, we created this like virtual bracket called i think it was called survival of the fastest and we had people across the country it was like 64 men and 64 women and we we continue to do a version of this with chase the throne um but this was like first round you're you're just doing a 5k and you're going head to head against someone in a different part of the country and if you post a faster time you you advance and um and and that was that kind of was the the thing that like took us from just like you know, people in New York knowing who we were to like a little bit, a little bit scaled up and that, that, that event kind of quickly turned into like a downhill racing tournament. People, people, we didn't really have any real rules on like what you could and couldn't do. So people were just like bombing down mountains. And, um, it was, it it was a little bit controversial when it was going on, but anyway, we just, uh, we just continued to do a few, we did a few of those virtual things. And then, um, just every time we did something, we got more and more people interested and in the, you know, the following grew. And, and then in the fall of 2020, we, we started putting on, we put on two track meets in, in the New York area, one in Jersey city and one at icon stadium. And those were kind of, you know, there weren't a lot of events happening. It was, it was like crazy time in terms of COVID at that I point. I, I remember to that.
1: <laughs> was that the one with Malcolm Gladwell?
0: Uh, no, that was, that was, that was about six. Th- these were like really low key. Um, and, and really like, it was really in the heart of like, still people were like, we, we couldn't have any, you know, there was like, I mean, people came, but there were like no spectators. We had to collect multiple tests. We had all these protocols where it was like, you would go onto the track for your race and then you had to like, you know, the minute your race was over, you had to leave the facility and like we had to like wait five minutes before the between races, but before the next group came on, um, the, the Gladwell race was, was a couple months later in the spring, but anyway, there's a lot more races. I have been rambling for a while, but that was kind of, that's kind of the, the origin story. And that was, that was, and it really was kind of a, I, I, you know, who knows where it would have been were it not for, it's one of those kind of funny things that, yeah. that was kind of born a pandemic.
1: Well, there wasn't really anything like that, right? Like, especially in New York on the New York running scene, like there's New York road runners, there's New York city runs. There's a few running clubs that do fun events, like take the bridge and stuff like that. But they oh, like all it. kind of just, you know, those, I think take the bridge even started during the pandemic. And I correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know.
0: I think I think, Dar- I, Darcy. I think yeah. Darcy Darcy was doing take the bridge for a few years before, and 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 certainly they've been doing yeah they've been doing really cool races forever um, for for a really long.
1: Time. I was at one in Miami just
0: during before the night, the oh, night cool. before the Miami half marathon, so I was not participating. But I saw some social media coverage of that. It looked like a fun a yeah. fun crew, a fun event.
1: It was fun, um, but but yeah. So back to Trials of Miles. I mean, when you first started, it was just like fun amongst friends, and there really wasn't anything very cool or vibey like that, at least on my radar screen. And I'm pretty much immersed in the running scene here in New York. I mean, I don't run or do any of the races like that, but you know, I don't,
0: nor nor do I,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, well, and it started out as fun and then it was like, it took fast to a whole new level. Like you became, and I guess that's, that's kind of the vibe. It's like, it's competitive, it's really competitive.
0: We've always been kind of like fairly unapologetic Mm -hmm. about, about providing opportunities for fast people. I think we're 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 definitely like as we do more and more events, I think we're we're always thinking about like how do we make these events more inclusive and we want larger numbers of people and we don't want people to be intimidated, but I think in in many ways kind of the 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 genesis of the business or the genesis of the like races we were putting on was to to really be like competitive events. Um and and and, and I think like those I, I think that the competitive, the competitive runner has, I, I think, I think we're always still trying to figure out, like, even if we do do a, a mass participation, you know, 500,000, thousand person race, it's like, well, how do we make sure that we're still in care of the, the like small niche community who, you know, w- like, yeah, exactly. And, and those are, those are people, you know, those are pro runners sometimes, but it's also the, the you know 17 18 19 minute 5k person it's generally people who are coming to a race not necessarily they are super super fast but they're they're usually coming because they want to compete on some level right i think that's that kind of you know improving improving a time and but yes i think i think that's that was that was definitely it's been uh that catering to fast people has been um was was kind of where we started but i think hopefully we have more and more events that are are you know sort of cater to to a larger population. I
1: think that's my barrier to entry. Chase the throne is so cool. And I feel like, is that your signature event?
0: Yeah. I, I, you know, it's interesting because chase the throne is the only, that's not true. We, we, we still do some, we still do some virtual things, right? Like I I think, I think most of our time is spent now doing in-person races of various shapes and kinds and i think we're 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 doing all sorts of we're doing some trail races we're doing road races we're doing all sorts of different things but i think i think the virtual stuff is stuff that we continue to come back to um we're doing right now we're doing a like a little la series of a couple like segments that then then turn into an in person race it's like four, three segments and then the final one is a is an in person race it's like four stages we're calling it um but chase the throne is uh, yeah, it's a, it's a virtual bracket style competition. Very similar to what I mentioned earlier, that like yeah. survival of the fastest that was, that was kind of the first big, large tournament that we did. Um, chase the throne is now like city, city specific. Um, so it, the first, that first thing that we did was like, every people were competing in all different parts of the country against right. each other. Now it's, now it's, we, we pick, we pick a segment in every city for every round. Um, and people post, post the time that week, they have a week to run it. Um, if they post a faster time than they're the person that they're going head to head with, they advance. If they don't, they're eliminated. It's just kind of like a standard, like March madness yeah. style tournament. And um,
1: so is it like, so people are, is there a prize or are people just doing it to be the fastest?
0: Could yeah, there's generally, that. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I, I mean, look, I, I don't think, I, I think the the vast majority of the people know that they're not going to win any prize. Um, and, uh, the, the prize is not nothing crazy. I think we we've done like a pair of a pair, you know, we usually have like a, a running store partner and it's a pair of shoes or a gift card for like Brooklyn running company was the partner in New York. And so they gave everyone or they gave the winners um, a gift card and, and we have some brands like bandit became, came involved in the, in the New York one this year. And they gave some gift cards to everyone who made the final. So, so there are some prizes, but truth be told, I think that concept we've we've always sort of tried to sell that concept as like it's a fun. It's a you know we charge we charge like twenty dollars for right. for people to do. It's really it's it, it you can do the segments anytime. Um, it's not something that like should that we don't. The segments are generally not super long, so they're two miles. It's a good it it, it if nothing else. I always tell people like it's a great excuse to go out and get a hard run in, especially in January. It's hard to find motivation. It's dark, it's cold, but maybe you like you have this segment you're like, Oh, all right. I got to go out and like hammer three miles this week and see, you know, and, and use it as a tempo run to get back into shape. And that's kind of how we've always sold it. Some people take it really seriously. Some people get like really into it. Some people are happy to make it a round or two and, meet up with, we, we, we try and do like a community meetup in, in every city every week, not, it's hard to do it every single week, but usually the first round and second round at least, but um, yeah, try and keep it fun. I I always try and tell people like it's, you know, there, there are people who take it really seriously. And I'm always like, like we get, we get emails from people being like, you know, my time should have been four seconds faster than, you know, I'm always like, it's a, it's a virtual rate. Like we're, we're talking about like a virtual running tournament, like it's a, it's a silly game. It, yeah. it should not be taken seriously. No one, no one really cares all that much who wins. Right. It's, it's not, just kind of fun.
1: And you have all kinds of athletes though, right? Like recreational elite pros, everybody kind of comes totally. to the table.
0: Yeah. That I mean, not, track. I think, yeah. Yeah, we don't. For for Chase the Throne, we're not really getting pros, but we're getting some pretty good of the local sub elite. Um, you know, in, in a place like San Francisco, we had we had you know a couple women who have you know run the Olympic trials qualifying time who are competing. So they're they're sub two thirty seven marathoners competing and. There's there's some really good people who 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 compete in the in this, but yeah, I mean we we the first round is all random, so it, it's very possible that like the first round you could have two people who are, you know, twenty two minute five k people going head to head, and you might you might through a round or two. It's not it's not like a normal race. Like there's there's weird things that happen, and um, and people get really into it. People people have fun with it. It's so you know I don't know if it's like our uh, our signature event, but it's definitely one of the things that people know us, uh, know us for more than, I think it's, I think it's arguably like the most unique thing that we do. Right. I think all the other, like a trail race is a trail race. There's lots of other trail races, but I think we're, we're probably the only people who do like, uh, this year an eight city virtual racing tournament. I don't think that really, I haven't seen, certainly haven't seen anything like that anywhere. So I think that's,
1: so you started in New York, in New York city, and now you're in how many different cities and places around the nation or maybe globe?
0: yeah no i mean chase the throne chase the throne was done we did it this year in eight different cities across the united states okay. we did it in austin oklahoma city new york san francisco uh, philly boston washington dc and i'm blanking on on the last one um i'm looking on your philly, philly baltimore to, i might DC, have twin oh new york. Cities. Twin, oh, twin cities, cities. Yeah, yeah twin cities exactly yeah um yeah so we, we we did it in eight cities this year um and you know some some of the cities like twin 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 cities had like the first week of the competition had just like a massive 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 snowstorm like one of the biggest snowstorms they've ever gotten in the twin cities i think i think someone who was there was like i think it was like the fifth biggest snowstorm that they've ever had which like for the right. for the Twin is like saying some
1: that's a lot of snow
0: basically yeah. that whole yeah, and, and the snow was, you know, all the like it was so much snow, and it was remained so cold that like the trail, every every segment that we did, like the trails were bad or the the paths were bad, and it was icy and slippery. So yeah, it works. It works in better sometimes, and other times it's kind of. But everyone, the, the the beauty of the format is everyone's dealing with the same, generally the same uh, conditions. You know, sometimes you might sneak out early and beat people to the, you know, beat beat, beat a snowstorm and get lucky that way. But. um, but yeah, eight, eight cities. And and then, you know, our events are generally New York. Uh, most of our races our in-person races are are usually greater New York area, but, um, we're doing something in LA this year, uh, an in-person race this summer. Um, we're doing, you know, we're, 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 we're also, I mean, I think another, another piece of what we're, what we're also doing is like working with some brands like Tracksmith, for example, where we're, we're helping them put on, they do like a big twilight 5,000 series in the summer. And, we're working with them on, you know, helping produce that and helping, uh, some of some other brands events where we're working with the new balance team this year on their new balance national meet. Um, so we have, we, we kind of have some other events that are like not necessarily our events, but we're, uh, you know, we're, we're working all over the country on those, even though those aren't like trials and miles events.
1: And are you bringing, are you bringing your athletes to the mix or you're bringing your like cool production to the mix or both?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think it's, it's less our, our athletes. I think it's more, I think it's more the, the, a lot of it is like more, not even the, the create, like for, for example, Tracksmith, like we work with Tracksmith and they control all the create, right? Like they don't, they don't, um, they're very, they're very, you know, they have, a, they have a way that the brand does everything. And, yeah. Um, so you know, we 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 do a lot of the like behind the scenes stuff. We I'm pulling permits and I'm finding food trucks and you know, calling the Portage on company, you know, a couple of days before to make sure they're dropping out. like some yeah, of the some of the like stuff really logistics. just like yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's mostly it's 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 a lot of that. Um, but yeah, I mean we also we also tend to, you know, we po- we do things like we generally will like post the heat sheets for those events and um on our page. And so so there's definitely, I think, some stuff that, that, um, that comes through and, and helps like, I don't know what, who, who our athletes are, but I think, yeah. I think, uh, I think some of the people who do our events will gravitate towards those events because they know that, that maybe that we're involved. So.
1: Yeah. And like your project 30, 13.1, that's a half marathon obviously. Um, and that's in March in New York or where's that?
0: Yep. It's in uh Rockland Lake state park. Okay. And that's a, that's a, you know, talking, talking sort of about like things that are catering towards fast people. I mean, this is, this is a uh, very much like no frills, um, half marathon experience, right? Like it's a really, really fast course. And we're, we're, we're setting it up with people with, uh, a lot of pacers for people who are looking to run like really fast times. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Rockland Lake state park, which is like 40 minutes North of the city. And it's, there's like a there's a three mile path around the lake and it's very flat and very fast. We've hosted two other small half marathons there. One, one kind of in the middle of the pandemic, which was very small and then a slightly, slightly bigger one last year. Um, But this is, this is, you know, in terms of sort of like what, what we were talking about before um, in terms of like uh, appealing to like really, really fast people. I mean, I think this is, this is a, this is one of those examples where like, we 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 basically said the time standard was like 120 for this, which is, you know, you you, you have to, which is which is super fast, right? <laughs> so Like it's I'm it's a so no, I know. I, I know. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's awesome. Right, right. Yeah. It's
0: it's really, really fast. And and I think if you are looking to run really fast, it's a really like we we feel really confident that we can provide a really cool, again, it's like a no frills, like we're there, there's you know, it's fairly cheap to enter. You're not getting any swag, you're not getting any like, you know. Free like expo or anything like like if if you want all of those things, there are a ton of races out there and like and there and there are great events and like I love those events and and there's a time and a place for those. This is just like you know we I think we 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 were like had heard from some athletes they were looking for an opportunity to just like race fast they didn't want a lot of frills so. Um, that's kind of what this is. Um, we're 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 very much catering it towards people who are looking to to just run fast and want pacers and want like a very easy race experience in their build up to, you know, Rotterdam or Boston or whatever, whatever it is this this spring. But you know, we and we have we have plenty of people who have like messaged us being like, Hey, I run a, a 120. I think I'll run a 125. Like, can I can I come out and do the event? Like, I have some friends running, and we're always like, sure you can do it we don't we you know we're happy to have you but like it's just not uh, there's a lot of other events that I think are going to be a lot better of an experience for you right like it's 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 not you're going to probably be like lapped and you're going to be you know there isn't a lot of like
1: mentally not fun
0: like yeah and it's just and it's just like I mean it's not the the coolest course in the world it's not like the, the, but, but it, it, it's really designed for people who are just like looking to, to really compete and run a fast, like a super fast time. Like that's what this course is.
1: All right. Hope you are enjoying this conversation. Just jumping in here to give a shout out to today's sponsors. Shout out to our partner, Athletic Greens and AG1. I started using AG1 daily a few months ago. I was looking to boost my immunity, improve my gut health and optimize my endurance sports performance. I was in search of an all-in-one nutritional supplement that was easy to add to my daily wellness routine that would also work with my sensitive gut. AG1 has been game-changing. I have tried so many products in the past, and AG1 is the best. It has 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, superfoods, and adaptogens. And it's so easy to use. Just add one scoop to a cup of water. I literally drink mine while making my coffee in the morning and feeding my dogs. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every day to take great care of yourself. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. And it tastes great. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash on the Move. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash on the Move to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Will you take over the path? I ride my bike up there. I love it. Yeah. It's beautiful. I was wondering which part cuz if it's it's not the actual part that goes around like all of that Rockland area cuz that's very hilly. No,
0: no. Lake no. no, that's very there. hilly. It's no, literally the like, lake, whoa. it's the three <laughs> mile lake. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no. no. I've, I've driven that. I've driven that coming into the park a few times. Yes, that's very hilly and yeah. would actually be a fun a fun location for a race. I'm sure there probably is a race there cuz there's a lot of things up there, but um yeah, no, it is just, it is just three or four laps around, around the lake and we will have, we will have bike escorts and pacers and all sorts of people out there, you know, just, just patrolling the path and giving people again, just a really, a really good opportunity to, to, to go fast.
1: Do you have an athlete? Do you have a cap of how many athletes you let in or?
0: Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're right at around 200 people right now to have registered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think not all 200 will end up coming out. Right. I think if you have 200 something, you, you generally have like 20% attrition people mm-hmm. who don't yeah. run. So I think, I think, that number I think that number will be close to 200, which, which again, if you have 200 people who are running between, I mean, we have, we have a, a number of men who are looking to run, I think 60, sub 63, which is like the Olympic trials time. So we'll have people from 63 minutes to, you know. Eighty minutes um, and two hundred people in there, so it'll be it'll be crowded. It'll be people will have like a good pack to run with, and yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how it all goes. So just need good good weather is the, is the key be, for it.
1: Will this be um like if somebody did meet that qualifying time, can they use that or totally? Yeah, yeah, okay. no, it's it, it is this this course works? is
0: yeah. we've gotten the course um, certified, and you know you have to get like a special. Uh, someone has to go out and and measure the course and get, you have to get like an appropriate accreditation, um, like sanction on the course for it to be eligible for, um, you know, for something like qualifying for the US Olympic trials.
1: Right. I mean, that's amazing that you can do that. Is that sort of, so are you having athletes come compete in your races that are trying to qualify for Olympic teams? Is that sort of one Olympic, of I
0: think, I think that the Olympic, I, I think there's people. So if you're trying to qualify for the Olympic trials marathon, which the Olympic trials are in Orlando in February of next year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there are, there are two ways that you can qualify for that. One is with a marathon time. One is with a half marathon time. The marathon time is, is a little bit easier. I think it's, it's, a, it's more people qualify with the marathon time than the half marathon time, but there are some people who are, you know, a half marathon isn't quite as, uh, taxing as a full marathon. And so there are some people who look for the, the half opportunities to, to, to get that time. Mm -hmm. Um, we we have a handful of people who are looking to use this as an opportunity to, to get that qualifier so that they can compete. They can compete in, in February for a spot in the, um, Olympic trials marathon. And then obviously the top three in that go, go to the Olympics. So, you know, we, we don't have like, you know, we're not, we're not getting the, the, you know, Molly Seidel's or the um, Sarah Hall's like those. And, and, and look, they get, they get a large appearance fee to go to the Boston marathon or to go to London. Right. And, and we're obviously not paying appearance fees. So this is, this is really like the next, you know, the, the next tier down. Um, it's generally
1: athletes though, for people who aren't on that track necessarily that don't have that structure or that ability to go in that direction that are just coming out to like try on their own.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good, a good, definitely. I think that's, that that's largely who it is. And, and, and and, I mean, it's also just people who are, you know, live in New York and run for Brooklyn track club and want a fast, a fast race. That's fairly cheap and is close by their home. And, you know, like it's, it's, it's a lot of people like that. I think I, you know, the, 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 the people who are actually chasing that time, there's probably a, you know, a dozen men and a dozen women. And then there's you know, the, the other 190 people who are participating are, you know, one tier below that. And, and, yeah. and they're still really, really, really fast. Like the number of people who are running like 68 minutes, 69 minutes, which is like so in, insanely fast. That's but amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It will be, it'll be fun to see how it all goes down and, um, yeah, we're, we're excited.
1: And then the Hudson River 50 and your Hudson River Hudson River Trail Marathon in October look really cool too. So talk to me a little bit about this event.
0: Totally, the Hudson River 50 is um, it's a it's a trail race in the Palisades Interstate Park. Mm-hmm. Um, it is basically a 25 slash 26 mile loop um, that you can do. Where, I think this year we're actually turning it into a little bit of a figure eight. Um, but it's a, it's a really designed to be like a real mountain trail. Uh, it's got some real elevation. It's got some hard trails. It's got some kind of anything that you would expect from a mountain ultra this has it. And the the beauty of this trail system is like, it is literally like right over the George Washington bridge. Mm -hmm. And I, I think the the idea of, kind of behind this was like both we're, we, we work on this event with David Kilgore, who's like a local running legend who does a lot of trail and ultra stuff all over the world. Um, and, and we are sort of brainstorming some ideas. We, we both knew of this trail system. Um, there's there's other smaller events that go on there. But I think we were we've been talking for a while about like New York City uh, needed a ultra yeah. trail event. Of- um, I think there's there there used to be the North Face 50, which was up at Bear Mountain mm-hmm. years ago, and they, they stopped that before the pandemic, and there was talk of that coming back. Um, uh, but even Bear Mountain's a little bit far. So we were, we sort of were like really looking for something that was like really close to New York, and we could we could sort of like label it as like New York's like ultra marathon. So yeah, we did it, we did it for the first year um this past October. Mm-hmm. Uh it happened to be the day that hurricane Ian, I think it was like the hurricane that like did a ton of damage in Florida was like basically came came through the East coast. And so when we, when the race started, it was like 40 mile an hour wind and torrential torrential downpour. And like, it was, it was crazy when it first started. I was like, I, I can't believe we're like sending people out onto the trails in the dark and the cold, but, um, people, people loved it. Um, and the course is really fun. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think we certainly have like ambitions. I, I think some of the things that we do, like, I think this are some of the things we do. I, I think that the, 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 goal is like, like project 13, we, we, we very likely won't do that next year. Right. I think it, we, we feel like there's a time and a place for it this year. And, um, so it's very possible we wouldn't do that next year. Uh, but I think the goal for the Hudson river 50 is to kind of really grow it. And scale it. Yeah. I think, I think we think there's a real opportunity for it. And, it's an awesome, an awesome, uh, set of trails. I, I went out the like two, three days before and ran the whole, I didn't do the 50, but I did the whole like 25 mile loop. And it was really fun. It was like, it's, it, 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 it wears you down. It's hard. And, um, it's, yeah, it's a grind. Saw, um, big and-
1: they just made an announcement about opening up the North side of the GW for cyclists and runners and walkers going directly into, I think where your trail starts. It starts on the Jersey side or
0: it starts, yeah. It starts. I mean, it basically starts. There's a there's a big picnic area called Rostock picnic area, which is. Oh yeah, I know it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so sorry. that's that's where we that's where we do the staging. That's kind of where the start finishes. Um, that's where you know the big the big aid station is and all that. Um, and then yeah, last year we ran we ran kind of down the first mile was like down a paved road. <laughs> um, under the bridge, so you went down under the bridge and then okay. looped back and. Then, at like mile 1.5 then you went up there's a big staircase steep hill up to kind of the it's a funny trail system because it literally is like you you basically have from the highway to the river there's the palisades uh whatever it is the palisades highway um yeah yeah, whatever that whatever that road is yeah 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 between that and the river is probably at the at the widest, probably about a half mile, okay. and there are parts where it's there are parts where it's like probably like you know a, a thousand feet. It's like very very small. Um, so you but you basically have one big trail on the top, and then it's just like a steep steep cliff face, and then you have one trail at the bottom um, along the river. So you go out along the top, and then you come back along the along the river. Um, again, as I said before, we're going to change it a little bit. So you're actually going to go up the hill twice this year and add some more.
1: Oh yeah, love those
0: hills. <laughs> Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a great, it's a great uh, event. We're really excited about it. Um,
1: does that have a speed uh, limit or is that like no. open to everyone? That's just like, you have to be. Yeah. I
0: think, I, look, I think yeah. that, I think the, the trail and ultra world is, is much less about the, speed. you know, competitive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> there were definitely some very fast people who competed last year. Yeah. Um, but it was, you know, we had a, and we, we had it, we had a I think it was a 12, 13 hour cutoff only because we had to get people out of the, you know, we started at like five 30 and we had to, we didn't want people on the trails at dark. Right. So we did have a cutoff, but we had people who were, who were coming right in against that cutoff, like at the end of the day. And, um, so we had, we had, you know, the, any, all, all paces, all ability levels, um, anyone who wants a challenge is certainly welcome at that event.
1: And so now how did you get into running personally? Cause obviously, you know, you're a runner and this seems like since you said when we started that you were practicing law, that this yeah. is obviously a passion of yours.
0: Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I so I ran, I ran both my parents were growing up, both my parents were really good runners, not like insanely good runners, but my dad was like a 230 marathoner and my mom was like okay. a three, a three nineteen marathoner. They were like both very good and took it seriously and ran for Central Park Track Club back in the day. And so they were, they were like, it was, it was like definitely something that I grew up with in my household. Um, definitely like going for runs on the weekend was always sort of part of just what my family did. Mm-hmm. And then I started running in high school. I started running cross country in high school. And then slowly I was a crazy baseball fanatic for most of my life. But then by the time I was a senior in high school or a junior in high school, I decided to focus full-time on running. Um, so I did you know cross country, indoor track, outdoor track. And as a good runner. I was, I was a good, like local, yeah. you know, nothing, nothing insane. I was never, I was like, you know, uh, all, all conference, but not all state. Right? It was like kind of in that in that range. And I went to Amherst College, uh, which, which is a Division three school, and I was able to continue running there for all four years. And you know, media kind of middle middle top of the pack at, at a D three school. I was never like a superstar, but I was always a you know top seven on the cross country team every year. And um, you know, was right was right in there and, and loved it and took it really seriously and um, was always a real passion of mine. Um, and then I, after I graduated, I continued to run. I've, I've, I've run, you know, some marathons with various degrees of success. I've done some ultra stuff over the years. I've, I hop in a local Turkey trot when I, when I can, you know, the last two years I've run a Turkey trot in Minnesota where my wife's family's from, but I don't, I, you know, I, I really, at this point, like running is, is, is more than anything is, um, is, uh, it, it's just a way to like stay sane and have fun. And, um, a lot of my friends are runners. So it, it you know, I, this, this, like, I, I feel like it's, it's a, it's a social outlet oftentimes, like meeting up with my friends on the weekend to go for a long run is, is how I approach it. But I have a daughter, I, she's two, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think, uh, the, I, I, maybe, maybe at some point I'll I, last year I signed up for the grandma's marathon because again, we were going to be in Minnesota for the summer. And I, I, I always tell myself I'm going to like get serious and really train hard for this. And then it just never happens. I just, life gets in the way and I'm lucky if I can get a couple long runs in ahead of time. And so, yeah, I, I, I mean, I love, I love it. If I had more time, I would certainly like spend it running. There's nothing I love more. Yeah. Um, but I think usually it's like, you know, today I woke up and didn't feel great and had an early call and the run, the run is usually the first thing to go. So
1: totally get that. Now, are you still practicing law?
0: I am. Yeah. I, uh, mostly litigation. So I, I was mostly like corporate litigation do some like corporate transactional stuff. Um, I have a firm, uh, that I sort of started with a couple a couple other guys a couple years ago and uh so I am still I think in in full transparency I'm still affiliated with it I still you know I'm still on legal calls frequently but yeah,
1: that's okay used to be when, I mean everybody when, has a couple jobs these days
0: <laughs> Totally and and when I when I first when I first started trials and Miles it was like you know, taking up like 20, 20% of my time and legal stuff was taking up 80% of my time. And over the last two years, that's probably like completely flipped. Whereas now Charles Miles is like 80% of my life. And then Legal stuff is like twenty percent of my of my working hours during the week.
1: Do you like that balance?
0: I do. No, I really like being an attorney. I really like the practice that uh, that I started and having kind of some ownership over that. I think building the building a business, whether it's a law firm or a racing event company, is kind of the, that's really fun and I really enjoy that. I think it's it's harder though to maintain a robot. Like it, it's hard to do multiple things at once and yeah. it's hard to be toggling back and forth. And and there there are a lot of moments where. I feel like I'm like doing everything, like not as great as I could be doing it. And I would be a lot better off just sort of like exclusively focusing on one thing. So I have, I have those days and moments, but, um, I could do that if I wanted to. And I I choose not to. So I I choose to continue working, work for the law firm in in some capacity. And again, I think it's largely easier because it's a, it's a business that I'm not an employee, right? I'm a, I'm an owner of the business. So I can sort of decide what I, what I want to do and what I don't want to do. But yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, everything's complicated.
1: Yeah. But I mean, I think that's, you know, normal, right? Like when you're an entrepreneur and sounds like you started your practice as well, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, to sort. you have like benchmarks for success and expectations. And some days you're kind of like, and it's just like running too, right? Like some days it's great. Some days it sucks. Some days you are like beating yourself up and some days you're like, yay.
0: Yeah, of course. Like like anything, there are days where I've had I've had moments where if you would talk to me about trials and miles in the last year, less than the last like six months, but I think there was like a real moment a year ago where we were like, this probably isn't going to work. This is probably a waste of time. This is probably something that we we need to like you know give up trials and miles. It's taking up too much time. We're not getting paid enough to do it. Right, uh, and I think you know, we were, we were like dumb enough to just keep plugging along and got to a place where now it, now it is like in a, in a really good place. And we, we are able to focus most of our time and attention to it, but that will change. It will, it always changes, right? Like you have, you have weeks where where it's great and weeks where a couple things go wrong and you think like, but that's true of any job, any, anything Anything you do. do. Yeah. Yes.
1: So obviously this sounds like it was a fun idea to start and now you're moving in a direction where you're growing the company. So do you have a vision for this year or the next few years?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think we probably should be more, I think there's, there's, um, there's probably a universe where we could be a lot more strategic about like what the, what the five-year plan is, what the two-year plan is. Um, I think, I think we've sort of thought of it as like, uh, can we, can we, uh, are we able to pay the bills through Charles and Miles? Like if we are, then I think we can, we we're, we're down to continue working on it. Can we, I I think every year our goal has been like, let's, let's like add another race or two to the calendar. Mm -hmm. Um, not trying to like, let's do 45 new races this year. I think like we have like, we're, you know, we're working on this LA race this summer. We're planning a high school cross country event in the fall. Um, so like some random, random different things, but it's a lot of it is literally just like me and Dave talking and being like, what? what types of it, like the, the high school cross country meet that we're planning. It's like, what excites us? What interests us? What do we think is like going to be fun? There's an opportunity for it. Like the, or, or even the, 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 the New York ultra race, right? Like there's there there are a ton of ultras all over the country. Um, but I think we sort of were like, Oh, there's a cool opportunity here. Uh, we're, you know, we're not known in the ultra space, even like trials trials when we post something like a ultra specific, post on our Instagram page, like the engagement is always way lower because like our, our tried and true, like fans of what we do are not ultra people. Right. right. So there's, there's some of that, but we, we, we felt like it was like a cool opportunity. And, um, and I think, I think that's kind of the the path that we are going to continue to take. It's been like served us fairly well so far, just like continuing to do things that we, we think like excite us and inspire us. And, um, I think the, the last thing I'll say is like for it to continue to work too, like we have to mm-hmm we have to work with, with, uh, with brands too. Like, I think the, oh, the relationships that we have with new balance, the relationship that we have with tracksmith, like putting on, putting on their events. I think that's, that's a, uh, you know, a nice piece it's of the of
1: revenue the, channel. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Totally, totally. But and like,
0: it's fun yeah. and it, and it and enables us to, you know, like the, the new balance meet that we're, that we're doing is 5,000 high school kids, right? Like from across the country. And it's a huge, the budget's larger and the, Challenges are bigger and different, but it's, it's a completely different type of event. And I do think like it, it enables us to, I don't know, like it, 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 the more, the more events you do, the more races you put on, the more you sort of like understand the space and build your, your, you know, the, the more problems you encounter, the easier the next one gets. So it is, it is something where you learn from, you learn from the experience. And I do think we're like way better at envisioning events and putting on events than we were obviously when we first started.
1: Well, I think that's really great that you're able to do that because I think, you know, you have the expertise from doing your own events and then you have relationships with brands that like the way you work and like your vibe. And then you're able to really, well, this is, I mean, this has been so much fun connecting with you and just like, hearing where the growth trajectory is going with trials of miles.
0: I think there's, there's certainly opportunities, hopefully like the, the Rockaway race we're doing this summer. Yeah. Um, that's certainly like open to, to all paces, ability levels, certainly like trying to trying to find more opportunities to appeal to the broader running community. Cause obviously the fast people are just a, a very small subset, but yes, hopefully we